Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Recorded live. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Josh Marion with... Uh... Cam and Ton and Madden Framingham. How are you guys doing? Hola! What's up? Doing well, Josh. Hard not to be doing well after that uh, incredible performance by the Celtics last night. Yeah, unless you're a Cavaliers fan. There won't be many of those left after this week because they're all going to fade into oblivion when LeBron's on a different team next year. Well, I'll tell you what. the, The highlight, I mean, could there have been a worse night for the Cavaliers than last night. I mean, they lose game two, and they waste LeBron's historic effort, and they fit, they finish with the eighth pick in the draft. I mean, that that is a double whammy. I got to tell you, I I think, mean, the, the fact that the Cavaliers net return for a top ten player in the league in Kyrie Irving, right. who is going to be a year-in, year-out MVP candidate uh, for the coming years, has turned out to be Jordan Clarkson, Larry Nance, Rodney Hood, Ante Zizic in the eighth pick in the draft is just abysmal. And just like in the Cavaliers, I know one to blame but themselves for that. I think they should hey, have called Kyrie. Cam, Cam, Cam. Yes, sir. Let me. I just want to say, like, I think that you're. I think that was great what you just said, but like Wade Miley for freaking who was the who 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 was the trade that we got back. Uh, you mean the guy that apparently throws too hard? You mean he throws his glove too hard and separates his shoulder? Carson Smith. Yeah. Carson Smith. Carson Smith. I, I'm, I'm trying not to refer to my... Oh, crap. What happened? You guys still there? I'm still here. I'm still here, Josh. Static. I heard static, but um, yeah, like... Carson Smith is not good, and you know Wade Miley, like you said, Cam, we didn't give we didn't give up much for that trade, and you know we we have to get some better bullpen arms. Yeah, I would agree with that. You got nothing to trade though. Now your only trade trip wants to be traded, so his his little value ABJ, is when he gets further down. ABJ. Uh, good. I don't know what you're going to get for him. But you can get a rosin bag. You can get a decent bullpen arm for JBJ. You might, but I don't know how many people would like to trade for uh, a center fielder that's only good at outfield defense and bats a buck seventy-five. I agree. But but I'll tell you this: stranger things have happened. I mean, that, that all it takes is just one dumb team, and we have a trade. I agree. Find some guy who's on the outs. Find some guy who wants out of where he is, is being a pain in the ass, and a, a team will take whatever it is to get him out of the clubhouse, tell him to come here and shut his mouth and just pitch. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and by the way, while we're on the subject of uh, uh, Carson Smith, uh, his his words today, if I am him, I, 
I don't talk anymore. I don't talk anymore because he was sitting there trying to critique Alex Cora about warming up and all this other stuff. If I'm him, I'd say I better shut up because I'm going to get in more trouble. I couldn't agree more, Matt. I mean, for what to have the nerve to say what he did today and then have a chance to come to his manager's defense and then not do it. I mean, if I'm the Red Sox, I send him to just get, get the hell out of the city of Boston for a month just so nobody finds you and gets a quote from you. Just, just like, that is a disgrace. The fact that you already missed your first year and a half, two years with this team, and then a, a month into your, your first full season with the team, you go and do something stupid like that, then blame being overworked. It's the middle of May. The season started six weeks ago. There's still a Cam, lot of Cam, time Cam. left to go. Cam, go ahead. I, thought you yeah. a, I, I thought you had a hot take saying Deb Marrero should be on the team instead of freaking Brock Holt. I, I do but, that in a second. Keep, I, the, we should have kept Deb Marrero. Don't that was going a torture, man. Do not get me going on Brock Brockholt. I mean, look, it was a nice story in 2015 when he made the All-Star game. I just like, I got a group of friends who are freaking obsessed with Brockholt, and I, I don't get it. The guy, first of all, he can't play every position. He barely plays the outfield anymore. Okay, He's not a very good infield defense. I don't get the fascination. I don't get why people love him so much. Cam, don't you get it? He plays all nine positions. That's what the yes. beat writers are saying. Yeah, crappy. He doesn't play him well. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, listen, listen. Here's all I'm going to say tonight, okay? They better win this game tonight in Oakland they, against Oakland. If they get swept against Oakland, uh, they're going to hear it. They're, they're going to hear it because they have not played well at all. And the other thing about last night is it is about time for Andrew Benatendi to be sent to the bench for at least a game. That guy has run into so many outs on the base pads. It is ridiculous. There is no reason that he should be running into this many outs for the second consecutive year in a row. And if I was the manager, I would have sent Ben Attendi to the bench after running into an out again. Hey, hey I would have pitched run for him right there. I would have put somebody on the bases like, you're done for the night and you're done tomorrow, buddy. Yeah, no kidding. Hey, guys. It, it's I... a joke. I heard, I like, I li- I really listened to that, you know, recording we did the most recent time, and you know, I think Devers is Devers is a real defensive liability, and you know, I I really hope he gets it going, and I've been like rooting on that, and Pedroia coming back, it's like it's crazy, and you know, I think the Red Sox the Red Sox got another deal in them. I mean, well, Devers, is a defensive, Devers is a defensive liability. There's no question about that. But his bat is such a weapon that you need to just put up with it. It's just like if you want to pull him late in the game, you better I have agree, a multiple-run yeah. lead. If, if, if you, you, build, you want to pull him for defense late in the game, I get it. But you better make sure you hold on to it because then you lose that bat in extra innings if your bullpen blows it, which with this bullpen can happen any night. <laughs> and, and by the way, Stephen Wright is not the answer for a long man relief. Knuckleballers are not meant to be long-relief mop-up men in the bullpen. So you better find somebody else. I'm not worried about their long-relief. I'm worried about their middle-relief. They have no way to bridge the gap from their starter to to Kimbrell. Even Kimbrell I got questions about now, unless it's a safe situation. Well, what what do you guys think about about Joe Kelly in the eighth inning? 
Uh, well, it can't be any worse than uh, what we are seeing right now. I mean, he's been better over the last year and a half than when he first got here. There's no question about that. But still, I don't. I, he's just as reliable as a one-legged man in an ass-kicking contest. So, but, I, I just. By the way, speaking of Joe Kelly. Really. I, by the way, speaking of Joe Kelly, did any one of you hear Carson Smith's comments about the way he he uh, reared back and threw the ball on to his uh, glove onto the ground? When he was asked about yeah. it, he said, "Ask Joe Kelly about it." Yeah, he said, Joe Kelly th- sees me throw my glove every night, he said. Oh, but, but guys, guys, here's the thing about the Red Sox right now, okay? The holes on this team is ridiculous. I mean, I have never seen a Red Sox team go into a season with as many holes as they do. They have no bullpen. Their infield defense without Pedroia is garbage. They have three catchers on their roster, which is ridiculous. And on top of that, here's the other thing that nobody's mentioning. The back end of your rotation, anybody believe Pomerantz is going to turn things around? Absolutely not. There's no reason to believe it. Pomerantz is one of those pitchers who, are, like, with the, with the exception of Chris Hill, you should have no faith in any of the starters on his team anymore. Unbelievable. I mean, it's crazy. So, what about uh, the Patriots, guys? I, I want to hear some Patriots take. All right, Cam, you go first. Well, I mean, we're approaching a mandatory minicamp day, and I think that's the big question. If Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski don't show up at mandatory minicamp day, then we've got a problem. Sorry, my bad. It's all good, man. Go ahead. Well, uh, okay. I'll go next then. All right, so uh, with Patriots season, and by the way, it's going to be here sooner than you think. Um, I want to know if whether or not that Josh McDaniels uh, and Bill Belichick are going to have like one of those moments where the cameras are going to be on the sidelines because to me – I look let at me this tell you. Right let me now. tell you what Josh Marion thinks. I think we're going to be in the AFC Championship, and I think it's going to be against the Raiders. What do you guys think? Oh, this is, come on, the Raiders, the Raiders with, with John Gruden, with John Gruden. Josh, Josh, John Gruden's been out of the game for ten years. Do you really think you he's going to catch up? Uh, Matt, you know, uh, I, I, I'm, I think Gruden might have been out of the game for 10 years, but he coached every big quarterback prospect coming into the draft, coached them up. I'll bet you and then, five power aids, Matt. <laughs> and then he sat in production meetings with coaches and quarterbacks every week going into Monday Night Football games. I believe Gruden I, – I, if you ask me right now, I think Gruden's already the second-best coach in the NFL because I think every other coach besides Bill Belichick is a, is a joke. Matt, but anyway, look at their wide receiving core. Look at their wide receiving core. Yeah, I, I, I Josh, I, I hear you, man. I'm not – I'm just saying that – I mean, can, can I ask you a simple question? You seen their defense from last year? I think their defense underperformed. Well, they, they better perform next year because, you know, because uh, I'll tell you this, they're glad to be in the AFC West right now because Denver doesn't look too hot. Kansas City is starting with Patrick Mahomes and. Hey, real quick, uh, do you guys have a PS4 or Xbox? 
No, I don't do video games. What about you, uh, Cam? Uh, I, I still got a PS3, to be honest with you. <laughs> That's I haven't man. done video games in years. Well, if we keep doing this thing, we'll get our money up. And <laughs> let's hope so. Look, 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 Josh. I'm not. I'm not laughing at what you're saying about John Gruden and the Raiders. My, my oh, point no, I is, understand, yeah. man. No problem, I, I, man. But, but, but here's my point. Okay, here's my point on Gruden. If you were out of baseball for ten years, you can come back and you can slide right in. Nothing has changed. The NFL, with all the many rule changes that they have had, and by the way, we still don't know what the catch is anymore in the NFL. I mean, Gruden's not going to hold it together. Well, they better hope he does. They gave him a ten-year contract. So, <laughs> and, and by the way, by the way. They're going to be the Las Vegas Raiders in a couple of years. So Even let's get that out of the way, too. Can we talk it's about true. sports betting? All right. Sure. Here's my take on uh, the, the new laws that have passed. Um, to me, this is a no-brainer for the top four sports uh, in, the, in, in North America, and here's why. Hold on. Can, How I, many can people... I interrupt for a sec? Yeah. What about what? Are you guys going to watch the World Cup or the well, World Cup? I, I, well, I'm not. I'm not going to really watch it, uh, Cam. I like your thoughts on it because, after all, we all know that the U.S. aren't in it. Uh, Josh, yeah, I mean, I'll still watch it because I think it is a great sporting event. But I mean, if you want, I mean, I can dedicate a half hour to losing my mind about the U.S. men's soccer team and what. A, you think the Cleveland Cavaliers are gutless, sackless losers? The the U.S. men's soccer team makes the Cleveland Cavaliers look as resilient as I don't even know what they are. The, oh my God! If you, I will do this some other time. But I can lose my mind for you for hours upon end about the gutless, sackless bums that represent the U.S. men's soccer team. Yeah, we can talk here's soccer. All, here's all you need to know about the U.S. men's soccer team. Two things: one, they lost to Trinidad and Tobago the population of San Diego, California. All they had to do was tie, tie Trinidad and Tobago, and they're in. Number two, Iceland made the tournament. That's embarrassing. This is all you need to know. Iceland, um, this is what Taylor told Iceland is the size of Corpus Christi, Texas. They got in the World Cup, and the United States didn't. The United States has... Is as as felt as rich of a program as there is in sports, and that includes Brazil and all the superpowers in soccer. There is zero and, excuse for them not to be in the World Cup, and the fact that and, we're going to show up to Russia and they're not going to be there is nothing but a disgrace. And do you guys, hold up, hold up. Who do you guys think is the best player in soccer? If you had to, if you had to say, um, right now we you know Messi. Messi. Yes. That 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 would probably be my guess too. I would say Messi. I'll say this: Ronaldo's a better goal scorer, but Messi plays. Ronaldo is Ovechkin. Messi is Crosby. He plays a more complete game. Well, I I, I guarantee you this: it ain't Tim Howard. That's for sure. 
Uh, t- Tim Howard, Matt. Tim Howard was the least of the U.S.'s problems. I mean, he's no, not the player he used to be. No, we don't talk goalies. We don't talk goalies. Like Tim, Tim Howard's not the goalie he used to be, but he is the least of their problems. He was actually still pretty good throughout this process, and just his team let him down. It's, a, it's I, not I, about the USA goalie. It's about the goal scorers. Like I still can't believe. Uh, and, and though, by the way, Chris Sale just gave up a two-run homer. Well, isn't that wonderful? Holy. Smokes. I mean, I mean, now it's three to two, Boston. Well, I tell you what. Uh, and by the way, uh, he's up to ninety-four pitches, and we're in the fifth inning. Chris Davis so, was it? Chris Davis, Marcus no, Simeon. No, Marcus Simeon. Marcus Simeon, and uh, that. Uh, well, here you go. I mean, ninety-four pitches in the fifth inning. So looks like another uh, walk the plank night for the bullpen is hey, on the loose. Hey, Hi guys, how you doing? Oh, I'm good. Peachy, how, how about yourself? I'm doing terrific. Watching the Sox. Yeah, they, they, they are they are the polar opposite of the Celtics. That's right. <laughs> I mean, you could not have two teams that are on opposite levels right now in Boston than those teams. The That's Celtics, right. the Celtics are lovable. The Celt, the Red Sox are unlikable. <laughs> Well, I like my Mookie. Well, Mookie is not going to solve it. Not not going to solve this whole thing. Oh, but, Mookie's uh, a great Mookie's a great player, though. But that, that's true. He's the least of their problems. Yeah. Right. I, I no. Um, listen. I'm talking to Matt and Framingham and Cam and where? Taunton. Taunton. I'm talking to him right now. We're talking about the Celtics and the Red Sox. Leave me be. All right. <laughs> listen. <laughs> While while we have the crowd here, okay, okay, there are there are three takeaways from last night's Celtics game that really caught my eye more than anything else. Here's here's a stat, okay, the combination of Jalen Brown and Terry Rozier last night had 41 points. The combination of Cleveland on the Cavs of J.R. Smith and Tristan Thompson had only three points. Uh, uh, Matt, I believe that was J.R. Smith and uh, George Hill. This Cavs starting backwards. Oh, George backwards, Hill. But, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. George Hill. You're right. That hey. is pathetic. Pathetic. Hey, guys. Yeah. My mama hopped off. Oh, your but mom hopped off. I watched the whole game, but I don't know everybody on the Celtics team yet. Yeah, she doesn't know about the Celtics all the way. Like we do. But, well... My biggest, Matt, you mind if I uh, say something here for a second? Be my guest, Cam. My biggest gripe about this is the fact the way the, Cavaliers, the way that the Cavaliers get treated by the national media makes me sick. You, this, just All you need to know is this. When the Cavaliers and Celtics pulled the trigger on the Kyrie deal almost a year ago now, unbelievable, that was already nine months ago. That's hard to believe. All we heard was the Cavs won the deal. The Cavs won the deal. The Cavs won the deal. The Cavs got a bunch of old players in a mid-lottery pick for a top-10 player in the league. Then come the trade deadline, the Cavaliers trade for a bunch of role players. They get a little bit of a sugar high. They win two games before the All-Star break, and the national media says, oh, the Cavs are back. The Cavs are going to beat the Celtics. The Cavs are going to go back to the finals. The Cavs are going to take out the Warriors. The Cavs are back on top again. Then last night, the Cavaliers, LeBron goes off in the first half. I, don't, I mean, I know his first quarter point total was 21. I'm not sure what it was at the end of the half. 
and the Cavaliers are only leading by seven, and all you hear is, oh, the game's over, the series is over, Cavs are going to win in five. Why does the media always jump to the extreme with the Cavaliers is what I want to know. I'll tell you exactly why, Cam. It's a prisoner of the moment scenario. They want yeah, their first two games. To you. To let me talk after you, okay? Keep talking, but let me talk right. after you. Here, here is all you need to know, Cam. Okay, we saw those first two games coming with all the deals. One of them you had to sit through with the Cavs uh, when you had tickets, and they blew them out. Right then and there, they annoyed them. Well, here's the problem with that, okay? There's an old line that Chris Berman once said, and that's called, that's why we play the game, okay? I don't care how talented you are. I don't care how good you are on paper. There is nothing that's going to be it work in your favor unless you give effort, which is what Van Gundy was talking about last, last night. The Cavaliers are a front-running team, they are a team that when things are going well, when they are ahead by a lot, they are good as gold. When they are, have to roll up their sleeves and they have to play down and dirty, they can't do it. They can't do it. All right. I, uh, well, you know, I just want I – just, I'm just going to do a over-under right now. All right. Do you think the Red Sox are going to have 100 wins or over or under a push? Under, 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 and under. Under, under, under. Wow. I think they'll be lucky to win 93 games if they keep this up. Uh, the, the way they're playing at the moment, I mean, the fact that they started off 17-2 and two, and they've already blown their division lead. Uh, Matt, did the Yankees the, – I know the Yankees and Nationals finished their game early today. Did the Yankees win that game? No, they finished believe today? it or not, Cam, believe it or not, they did not even play today. The game was called off. They have to finish the suspended game and play another game on June 18th. Uh, it was still raining in the D.C. area today? It, uh, yeah, it was coming down in buckets today. So they're half a game back now. So they've already blown their lead in the division. They have zero middle relief. They have a black hole at the bottom of the order. It's not just Jackie Bradley. They're not getting any offense from the catcher's spot. They're not getting any offense from second base. And they have, they're using a 24-man roster, and the 25th man in the roster has asked to be traded. So as of right and now, Matt Barnes zero is reason. warming up to the bullpen as we speak. Which is a recipe for the, I mean, Matt Barnes at home is better than he is at the, on the road. So I trust him a little bit more for games at Fenway Park, but I still don't trust him a lot. Hey, we got, a, we got a lead, baby. We got a lead. You're right. It just, they gotta get some, they're facing a bum's bum in the, in the A starter tonight. So they need, they need to score more than three runs off this guy because their lineup is capable of scoring more than three runs off of this guy. We're going to score. We're going to score at least another run tonight. They better. Put they the better because this, this one-run lead is not going to hold up no matter who you're facing. No, it's not. I, I couldn't agree with Matt anymore. So quickly, okay, Josh, what do you got for another over-under? You know, it's it's kind of – it's really the Celtics and Cavaliers series. Um, I'm putting it at five games over-under. I'll still take the uh, over well, because I do – go ahead, Matt. 
I, I'm going to say push if five is the number because um, I, I just think right now this Cavaliers team, I mean, it is just – I mean, it's not good. It's not good. I mean, they, I mean, the body language was freaking horrible last night. Uh, I think that uh, – I think game three – I think they win game three, the Cavs, but the Celtics win game four. And then they close it out in five. Absolutely. I'm, I'm going to go with Matt. I'm going to say push as well, and I, here's why. Just like the Cavs are without a doubt. I think we all agree are going to get one of the next two games. Probably – maybe even both. Who knows? But if the Celtics win Saturday night, but it's ridiculous. Nah, They're only getting one out of two. They're not getting the both of them. Right, right. And well, then not, not unless Celtics... you throw Scott Foster out there in game three. Which could very well happen. I mean, if the Celtics win game three, I think we all agree we're going to see Foster and Brothers in game four. And the Celtics will go like 20 minutes without a free throw. And every time the Celtics breathe on a Cavalier, they'll be going to the line. So, are, you I mean, guys the Cavalier... to, are, you, are you guys trying to talk to like when the actual Rockets Warriors game starts? Uh, yeah, we can keep going if Cam's all right with it. Uh, I'm, I'm fine until, the t- until tip. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Just let, just let me know when tip starts because I, I have my TV off. So. All right. Well, uh, all right. So, all right. A couple of things I, I, I kind of want to address here while, we, while we're on here. Um, so, here is my take on uh, the Western Conference Finals game two tonight. Um, if Houston loses tonight, this series does not make it back to Houston. It ends in Golden State, and it ends with a Western Conference Championship, another one for Golden State. This sweet. is Houston's season tonight. Matt, that's a sweep. Yeah. Yes, it'll be a sweep. It'll be a sweep. Houston loses tonight. It's over in four. Wow. I agree. Houston's not winning in Oakland. No way in heck is Houston going to win. Houston is a gutless, sackless team, just like the Cavaliers. They just have more talent. Right. I I couldn't agree more. Um, Okay. So, tonight, game three, uh, I think, no, yeah, game three, Western Conference Finals in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, Look, uh, Vegas is virtually close to unbeatable at home. I think the win uh, in Winnipeg was huge. Sorry, Matt. Let's just clear. We are all Vegas Golden Knights fans here tonight. Right. Uh, uh, I think uh, Vegas a- wins. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, any other thoughts before we get close to tip-off? Um, no, we're, no. Uh, we're going to talk some more. Let's talk Patriots. I want to hear your Patriots takes. Do you, do you think the, the new running back is going to rush for more than 1,000 yards? Oh, boy. Um, well, knowing Bill Belichick, uh, I'm going to say no, because Belichick does not – will not let running backs dictate – the game. I mean, he's no, just, no, he's no, no. With... I think he's. I think he's going to get more than a thousand yards just on his own. Like, well, it, I think he'll get close to it. Uh, I think he'll be. I, 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 I partly agree with you, Josh. I think he will this definitely get Lawrence near it. Maroney. This is not Lawrence Maroney. I, I think he's a good player, but Damn, I think. Yeah, what do you have to say about Maroney, this? I'm talking. 
talking about Sony Michelle. No, Sony Michelle is not Lawrence Maroney. I mean, look, I like to pick a lot because I think the Patriots needed a dynamic talent at that position. But I mean, as this, I don't view him as having a thousand yards. It's just like I know Ridley had one in 2012, I believe it was. It is like Patriots running backs are so hard to predict because last year we all had high hopes for Mike Gilsley. He scored three touchdowns on opening night, and then you didn't hear his name again the rest of the year. So it's hard to predict what's going to happen with Sonny Michelle. I like the pick because I value that position more than most people do. I thought that was it's a hard good to pick. Predict. It's, hard to, it's hard to predict any like type of running back predictions with with the Patriots. Like It's hit or miss, like. You know, it's all about Tom, and and I think Tom's poised for like. I want I want you guys' take on how many seasons he should play, including this one, for the rest of his life. Including this He's one too. I agree. Two years. Which means you yeah. better start looking for his replacement. Because Damn, the, is that what you say too? Two years. Yes, absolutely. Two. He'll play this year, and look, I, I still expect him to have a great year this year. I don't know if it's going to be at an MVP level like it was this past year, but I still think you'll look at him in a class of two or three quarterbacks in the league. But what's really, I mean, th- there's no greater fan of Tom Brady than me, but the act that he's pulled over the last few months is really starting to wear thin from having the team, making sure Kraft trades Garoppolo, and then I, I don't blame him for being upset about about Bill kicking out Alex Guerrero. I don't see why it's a big deal that Guerrero is with the team. Then playing cat and mouse with, am I going to play, am I not going to play, pulling a Brett Favre, pulling a LeBron James, will I, won't I, not showing up for minicamp, going to Foxborough, but going to TB12 and not going into the building. I love Tom Brady, but he's acting like a spoiled brat right now. And I think guys, that... Guys, I, I, I think... I think he should play three years at least. Well, I think he owes that I mean, crap. I mean, I, I would be surprised at that, but again, you know, uh, we'll a, see. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Sorry, I think he has three elite years left in him. You see, uh, I think he well, can play three more years, but I think only have two more years in Leo. I think he owes it to Robert to play at least three more years after what as is the demanding intrigue. If Brady gives him anything less than three years, I think he will only play two more years, and I think eventually. Damn, I feel you. Like the Jimmy Garoppolo uh, trade was ridiculous. Like we are the next guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt, I don't know what you think about that, but I haven't heard your take on that. Matt, what do you oh, think? Oh, the trade the trade was horrible. The trade was I mean, number one, I mean look at it this way. With the way quarterbacks are going for first round picks, I mean you had to get at least a first round pick for Garoppolo if you wanted to be able to keep him. I mean, it really is amazing, Cam and Josh. They get a first round pick for Brandon Cooks and they get a second for Garoppolo. Hey, keep going, Cam. Keep going, Matt. With, well, um, I, here's the other thing about the Garoppolo trade that just, in my opinion, really drives me nuts about the whole thing. Red Sox really, are up 3-2 with 1-0, 2-2 count, right, top of the right. six. The, the thing about the Garoppolo trade that was Matt ridiculous. Barnes, Matt Barnes, right? 
right, Matt Barnes. The thing about the trade that just was ridiculous was the fact that, number one. Oh, strike out. See you later. It was the fact that Garoppolo simply put was traded out of conference because Belichick did not want to deal with deal him to Cleveland. And it was just ridiculous. I mean, they did he did not get enough. Especially when hey, he was can here. I, can I ask you guys a question? Yeah. Go ahead. Is Mookie Beth a top five player in the in major league baseball? Yes. Absolutely. Where would you rank him? I would rank him probably fifth behind Trout, Harper, Altuve, and um, why can't I think of this guy's name? Machado? Um, Machado, thank you. Yes. <laughs> I have him specific four. order? I want, I I want your specific four. order. Because, Cam, I, I, I'll tell you what my order is for what you named. I got Trout number one. Harper number two. I think it's a similar order you named, but and who was after that? Altuve at three, and then Machado at four. Actually, I'm gonna put Altuve at two, and move to move um who I had at two to three, and you know. It's 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 crazy, man. Like, all right, well, 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 just to let you know, Warriors and Houston have just tipped off. All right, guys. All right. So, would you like final words? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Cam, you go first. My final word is this, uh, something that slipped into the radar today, and it should have given how the Celtics played last night and the Red Sox are playing currently. Um, Cam Neely, uh, Jeremy, and Charlie Jacobs held their season in press conference today, and when asked what he prioritized most this offseason for the Boston Bruins, Cam Neely's answer was not a second-line center or a second-pair D-man. It was a backup goalie. No, and no. I don't know. Can, we, can we talk for a sec? Rick Nash has to go. Is that fair? Uh, I wouldn't want Rick Nash back for free, so yes. Matt, what do you think? Uh, I say uh, don't let the door hit you on the way out. <laughs> I couldn't agree uh, more. All right. Uh, my final word is uh, is one that I think is very simple and very direct. This is directed towards Nesson and specifically the coverage of the Boston Red Sox. What in God's name is Tom Warner doing having Johnny Gomes up in the booth for Red Sox games? He is awful. Nesson, stop being cheap. Have somebody up there like an Eckersley. Matt, 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 Matt. You're, you're an Eckersley fan, right? I love Eckersley. We got the uh, Eckersley in the booth. Right. Oh, he's in the booth tonight. No, no. no I'm saying tonight. we have to we have to get him in there at some point. Right. But but here's here's my point on Johnny Gomes. Okay. Johnny Gomes is a hell of a nice guy. I met him at a charity benefit when he played for the Red Sox. Easygoing guy. The problem with Johnny Gomes is he doesn't simplify things in the booth. 
He tries to talk to you like you're six years old. And Nesson needs to get him out of the booth, bring an act, because as much as the Red Sox are painful to watch right now, Johnny Gomes talking is more painful. <laughs> I agree. It's brutal. So we've talked, we talked Red Sox, we've talked Celtics, we've talked Bruins. Let's talk anything else, you know. Let's get I'm good, well, good, man. Both these games are about to start, and you said you wanted to be done by the time the hockey and basketball starts, so. All right. Well, well, don't don't be afraid to hit me up tonight, guys. I'm gonna. That right, sounds good. One. All right, guys. All right, no problem. Let's, all right, uh, Josh. Let's have a good night. You all too. right, call me, call me or text me. All right, guys. Oh, okay. No all right. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.